0: This is a GRDC podcast.
1: Ironstone gravels are important cropping soils, and a better understanding about the mineral and physical characteristics of these soils, especially their soil moisture holding capacity and high rates of phosphorus fixation, is urgently required. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley. There's an estimated 2 million hectares of land where ironstone gravel soils are used for agricultural production. These soils are in the medium to high rainfall zones of Western and South Australia. GRDC has invested in this new research, which is led by the University of Western Australia. To study and understand these soils, expertise from industries outside of agriculture, such as mining, will be harnessed. Speaking to Deborah Bishop, UWA Senior Research Scientist in the School of Agriculture and Environment, Dr Matthias Leopold,
0: began the podcast by explaining what defines a gravel soil. Basically gravel within a soil is called a gravelly soil and gravels are defined by being a solid material larger than two millimeter. So you find that throughout the world and gravel can be composed of different materials like granite chunk of granite or a chunk of um, limestone but in our case we are looking at ironstone gravels So these are the weathering material from an ancient weathering profile, the laterite profile it's called, and usually this is found in the tropical and subtropical regions around the world, including parts of Australia.
2: So what regions are specific to this in Australia?
0: In Australia, basically a large part of the central part of Australia, but this is not our cropping soils. Where we find it in our cropping soils is in the southwestern part of WA and also in southern Australia with some isolated patches also over at the eastern states.
2: How do gravel soils differ to other soils?
0: Well, these ironstone gravel soils, and that's the real difference, the ironstones are porous. Compared to, for example, a chunk of granite, a granite gravel, this is not porous. And here it comes then to what we call the specific surface area. So a solid material, which is quite large, has a very small specific surface area. However, if this solid chunk of gravel has some pores, so some voids and some macropores and mesopores and micropores, the specific surface area becomes really large. If I may want to put that into perspective, if you just think of the University of Western Australia's Oval, Cricket Oval, this has about 20,000 square meters. Clay minerals, which are defined by being smaller 2 micrometers, you only need a tablespoonful to have the same surface area of about 20,000 square meters with the clays. For gravels, you need about a 20 to 40 ton truck to have the same surface area. However, when you have these gravels now with pores and cracks, you need much less material because you have higher specific surface area. And in soil science, this is very important because this is the place of action, if I may want to call this. This is where macronutrients get uh, absorbed and can get released. The voids and the pores are where the water gets uh, stored and can be released. So this is the place of action, our reactor, our natural reactor for the processes.
2: How do grain growers regard ironstone gravel soils?
0: Well, they are part of um, our cropped soils. (coughs) As said, um, these gravels in the cropping soils have a different percentage. They occur from 5% up to 80% gravels. So it really depends in which region you are. Usually crops like uh, going between the gravels. But the overall fertility is lower than soils with non-Ironstone gravels simply because of the reduced surface area.
2: You've got some geological and mining industry expertise being engaged in this research. Tell us what that offers to this project.
0: Well, the mining industry targets these gravels since decades, basically for ore prospection reasons, um, for certain metal prospection reasons. we want to harvest some of that expertise that's already out there, use it and apply it into our agriculture context. So they have some basic understandings on the distribution, on the chemical composition of the gravel in Western Australia. We find three main elements, which is the iron, the aluminium, and the silica in these gravels. And depending on the percentage distribution on these three elements, our ironstone gravels have different porosities. And you can just imagine that a more porous ironstone gravel is more valid than a less porous one. And we try to find out which element composition is the best one to then advise the farmer, well, this is a good ironstone gravel or this is one of less value.
2: So this particular project, it's quite sophisticated in its application. uh, you're, You're employing chemistry, physics, hydrology. Take us through that.
0: We engage with the chemist by labeling certain isotopes and then saturate the gravels and look on the pathways. We look at certain microbes within the gravels, how far inside of the gravels do we find, bacterial life, is it beneficial for our our cropping soils? This is where soil biology comes into play. And we also harvest the knowledge and, and cognitive background of soil hydrologists to better understand the water distribution and not only the overall quantity.
2: So in the lab, clearly very high tech, at the end of the day for the grower, profitability
0: outcomes. Absolutely. So this is the, the main and uh, aim for this project, basically to give better advice to the farmer who have these kind of gravel soils. Basically at the moment there is Not a lot of um, advice out there for the farmers. Gravel, if you read a lot of the fertilizer um, advices, is treated as a not very valuable volume of the soil, simply because there is no surface area. However, we, we believe that ironstone gravels are different, and farmers need better advice based on their regional distribution where they sit with the farm within the gravel distribution.
2: Now I understand another area being investigated is whether gravel soils store carbon. What is the significance of that and and have you determined that that is the case?
0: Well as any soil, gravel soils store carbon. That's uh, obvious, however we have found in initial tests that in the weathering rinds there is organic carbon. We don't know yet whether that is ancient carbon or whether that's also part of modern organic carbon. This is one of the ideas that we have, to look for this, trying to date some of that, and find out the significance in the overall carbon sequestration. Do the ironstone gravels play a role or not? How
2: do you think the outcomes of this research will be applied on the farm, particularly, I suppose, in fertilizer management?
0: Well, it's giving better advice, basically, um, in. I think in t- it's, it's twofold. On the one side, if we have these really porous ironstone gravels, maybe we have more surface area, so we probably, an additional fertilizer uh, amendment for the soils is beneficial and it will increase the yield. On the other side, if you have the less valuable um, ironstone gravels, which has an, have an iron core, just avoiding additional fertilizing will benefit uh, the overall profitability by using less fertilizer.
2: So where are we at in this particular research project? Uh, growers are always keen to know when these findings might be delivered and they can apply them on the farm.
0: We are really at the beginning at the moment. So this is where we said now we let's go one step back before we example think about agronomic trials and things like that let's try and understand the basic mechanisms of these gravels first that's why we apply the real sophisticated techniques going into the nanoscale as well and once we have this basic understanding then the next step is to develop tools to help farmers identify their properties of their gravels and then give the advice so we are looking into a Probably a year or two from now to really have this basic understanding ready to be delivered for the farmer and giving advice.
2: I know it's hard to say but how confident are you that you'll deliver findings that uh, with outcomes that will be uh, very tangible for growers and perhaps uh, you know truly assist them in the future with uh, facing these constraints with ironstone gravels.
0: I guess this project is really set up with the end aim to deliver diagnostic tools for gravels. So if we can find and understand the processes first, we can then adjust our diagnostic tools so that in the end, a farmer can send in a sample and we can advise them based on the composition and the porosity and all that. This is our advice to go forward. Matthias Leopold
1: from the University of Western Australia Speaking with Deborah Bishop. And for information generated by other research projects, search GRDC Update Papers for Ironstone Gravels. And you've been listening to a GRDC podcast. I'm Tony Crowley.